Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of Another Happy Pod is going to contain spoilers. If you've not experienced the content yourself, please go ahead and do so before coming back and listening to the boys ramble on about it. Thank you very much. Hello and welcome back to another late, uh, another happy podcast. Once again, I'd just like to stress that it is late because of Lawrence. And not only is it late, yeah, Lawrence was also late to the late recording. So, Nathan, I, I just, I I just want to shut up. I've not introduced you yet. Anyway, welcome back to this shit show. My name's Nathan. Um, I'm a person who sometimes talks into a microphone, but fuck, who cares? Lawrence is here also. I, I'm here, I'm late, uh, and I don't give a hoot, Nathan. I, I was living my life, doing my things. You have to, sometimes you have to be on my time. That's how it goes. I just want to kick you, but then it's just going to be so much hassle to just bring you back in. Yeah, so there's no point doing that. No, but just know that I, that, that I would have kicked you. Okay, well, I appreciate it. And, I, and I'm never going to be on your time, because your time's wrong. Well, you're on my time currently. I'm not. I'm on my own time. Well, by being here and honouring me still being late, you're technically on my time. Well, I'll leave then. <laughs> no, stay, I'm... Nathan. No, I don't <laughs> like that. No, you've pissed me off now. I don't like that. <laughs> take it back. All right, I take it back. I'm very sorry. We're on your time, which is why we're recording it at the time that I have arrived for. Um, but that's absolutely fine. We're extremely high energy tonight. Yes, clearly. This is what happens when you fucking record a podcast after you've just had a risotto or whatever you had. <laughs> I had a sausage pasta, if you must know. Well, that's basically the same thing. Isn't it? <laughs> it may as well be, yeah. What have you had for dinner? Have you had any nice dinner, Nathan? I've not had any dinner yet. No, I went to the shop. I got myself some little Friday night treats, but I've not had any dinner as well. What's in your what's in your bag of treats? I got I got a pack of Frankenfurs. Because I like Frankenfurter. <laughs> <laughs> They're pounds. They're great value. Friday night treat. What's wrong? I was expecting like I was expecting you like yeah. I went you know I picked up some 
Doritos. Maybe it's like something to snack on while watching a movie on a Friday night, kicking your feet up, and you've got a pack of Frankenfurters. <laughs> Why can't you snack on a pack of Frankenfurt? You can. Great. It's just it was just far from what I was picturing. You saying? Oh well. No, I well, listen. I'm here. I enjoy your Frankenfurt. That's fine. I have one now on the pod. Go on. No, I'm not going. I don't want to crack open the 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 the, the vacuum sealed pack. <laughs> I want to let those juices out just yet. Yeah, exactly. It's not quite hit premium Friday night time for the for the Frankenfurt juices to flow. No. Welcome to the show. It's called another Happy Pod. Um. And We've done this bit, Nathan. No, we didn't do it properly, though. And and sometimes we're happy to talk about a movie. Sometimes we're not. Um, but but we always do a, a fun. Right, it's Soul. We're talking about Soul. What is Soul, Nathan? Soul is hey, a... Hey, Soul, sister. <laughs> oh, <mate>. Jesus, <laughs> let me do it. On the radio. There you the way you move. Hey, up. I'm going to sync it up, and I don't even care. Or I might just leave it jarringly out of sync. Um, Soul Nathan is a movie uh, released by Pixar, uh, and it is an animated film about a man who loves um, who loves jazz more than Damien Chazelle, um, and he does a, spoiler alert, a big death. Um, the two people who know who Damien Chazelle is fucking loved that joke. People know who Damien Chazelle is. No, you know who Damien Chazelle is. Well, you know who he is. Yeah, but I'm a dickhead. <laughs> All right, fine. Well, anyone, well, anyone that understood that joke, thank you for appreciating it. And do I me guess... a favor. Go, go into your mate's group chat right now. Just drop the question. Does anyone know who Damien Chazelle is? If I Just... do that, then I'll have to answer them, and I don't want to do that. You don't have to answer them. I, I, th- I think you underestimate how f- how frustrating my friend's group chat can be sometimes. It's a can of worms I don't want to get into. <laughs> but yeah, so Soul is a movie about a man who loves jazz more than Damien Chazelle. Uh, but he, he does a death and uh, he goes to the great beyond where he must... Um, Incorrect. Oh no, he, he almost gets to the great beyond. No, no, uh, before that. What's incorrect? Does a death. Okay. Nathan, you describe the movie. So there's fucking, a guy. I fucking hate you. Why? <laughs> you're, like, oh you're, like, you're like, oh, Lawrence is getting on with it quickly and efficiently. Better nitpick. Oh, well, well, actually, he doesn't technically die, does he? So well, he doesn't. He's you're, like, you're, like, like, you're, you're like a YouTube commenter that doesn't watch the whole of the YouTube video before you make your point. That's what you are. All right, we'll continue with your little speech then. Thank you, I will. And then he goes to the great beyond, um, or almost goes to the great beyond. He goes to this kind of middle limbo place or the great underneath i think they call it where um souls are assigned like personalities or people or something basically souls have to find a spark before they can go to earth and and it's a whole shenanigan about how he encounters a soul who's reluctant to be to start a journey on earth and he's desperately trying to get back to earth because his life was just about to turn around his mundane life was just about to kind of kick off uh, and he was robbed of that chance because he was carelessly walking through the streets and almost died. Um, my favourite thing about that is how concise it was. Because you're interrupting my flow, Nathan. You ruined everything. You threw yeah. me off. I don't. Oh, do you know what? I why we do why do we do this? I do not know. Like I I love conversations with you, <laughs> but it's like you're in a specific mood when you get on a podcast <laughs> and you're like, you know that normal fun time I have talking to my best friend. Yeah, no, I'm going to fuck that up today for no reason. 
<laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I don't like you. Right, what do you think of <laughs> what do you think of Soul, Nathan? <laughs> uh, well, fa- well, thank you for that brilliant description. I, f- I felt like I was watching it all over again, and it felt like it with a runtime as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, hot take: anyone who is passionate about something is annoying as fuck. Oh, get off! Are you taking the piss? What? Did you not like this? No, I liked it. I didn't say I didn't like it. But you don't like him. I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm just oh. saying that anyone who is passionate about something is a fucking very annoying person. So film bros, um, f- music people, passion is passion is nice, but getting getting too if it's the, if it becomes your entire personality like jazz is to this guy, then yeah, I'd imagine yeah. so. Yeah, and mm. you, to the point where you ignore other people and don't listen to them and don't talk to them and you yeah. only talk about your interests and that type of thing um annoying don't do that yeah and he's pretty bad at that to be fair anyway this was a pretty okay movie come on you well, didn't this wasn't heartwarming you didn't love this uh it i struggled with it if i'm being honest i i did enjoy it um for the most part i enjoyed it it's it's weird because I didn't love it, um, but it did make me emotional in a way that only Pixar movies can for some weird yeah. fucking reason. Like, they clearly made a deal with the devil, like, 20, 30 fucking years <laughs> ago or something, and they've got, like, the secret formula to just tug on your heartstrings somehow. They yeah. They figured out two things. They figured out... In fucking peckable animation, like seriously, just the fucking crispiest, crispiest. What, what am I saying? That word. Uh, just the best <laughs> animation possible. Um, yeah. But also the the way to just really nail down emotional trauma and baggage that you didn't even know you had, and they can. And I think, and I think really... they package it like they package it in a way that so many movies come into it heavy handed mm. with the, like we're discussing this and this is the theme. And this movie, I think, really, and Pixar movies in general, package shit like that so interestingly that you don't even know until like the, th- the start of the third act and you go, oh my god. And I think that's why I struggled with this, because honestly, for the first pff, uh, first half of the movie, I was bored. I, I just, I didn't really like it for the first yeah. half of the movie. I thought it was kind of fun. You know, I like, I like 22. She's a fun little character. The voices are great. It'd be better with actual voice actors, but that's my own issue. Um, you know, did you not, what did you not? Th- I agree with that, but did you not think that these two were good? Like, was it yeah, Jamie, James, Fox Jamie Tina Fox Faye, right? and Tina Fey? That you know, they do a good enough job. Graham Norton doesn't need to be there. Um, no, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> They, they they do a good enough job, you know. Nothing against them. I just think you know voice actors deserve to. It's their job, isn't it? They they're better. Yes. Yeah. So I have voice true. actors instead of Jamie Fox because he's going to get all the kids to the cinema. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, for the first like half an hour, not first half an hour, the first half, I was just a little bit bored. Really, I just thought it was just run of the mill, you know, shenanigans and hijinks, and there was nothing groundbreaking in it. And I was I. So much so that I stopped watching it. I was like, I'm just not getting into this. I'm just going to leave it here for tonight. And then I watched the the rest of it the next day. Um, okay. Yeah, I really struggled with the first bit of it, which wow. is 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 a little bit to his, to his detriment, but also to my detriment, because then when I came to watch the rest of it, 
I was like, okay, where are we? Where do we where do we leave off? I don't really remember, but that's fine. Um and then as it went on into like the you know, the the final the finale and all that sort of thing, I was like, Holy shit, there's some deep stuff in here. There's some really, really good beats and Oh, yeah. okay. Now I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> yeah. This is do weird. You, do you think this? Do you think there's there's a world where this works better as like a like because what is it? I think it's only like an hour forty, right? This not movie. even oh. not even that. It's like it's like an hour forty, but like twenty minutes of that is credits. <laughs> so, yeah, true. true. Also, so, picks up movie in it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, um. So it's it's like less than an hour and a half, probably. So it's it's. Do, pretty, do you think there's like an hour version of this that works better? No, then? no, I don't. I think as much as I didn't necessarily enjoy the first half, I still think you need it because yeah. I think that like that. The reason I think the payoff works is because so so something I something I struggled with is like the when the whole premise and setup is happening and you know this Jamie Fox is in like the soul world or whatever it's called he's basically given a presentation of you know this is what happens before you're born so you you know you get a little mentor who's someone who's dead um, and they teach you about the world or whatever, and they help you find your spark. And at that point in the film, it's presented like this is what you're meant to do when you're on Earth, like like life's purpose kind of thing. Exactly, yeah. Like this is this is all your interests. This is your hobbies. We'll give you your personality right now before you're born. And I took in. I took um. What's the word I'm looking for? I took intrigue. That. No, oh. I took issue with that because ah. I don't like <laughs> because. I don't like the idea that you're fully formed before you're you're even a person because being a person is what forms you, you know. You you your interests aren't formed. They're not predestined. No one's predestined to do anything, okay? It's yeah. that's not how life works. It's it's experience and, you know, traumatic events and non-traumatic events and the friends you meet and the things that happen to you. Um they all form who you are as a person. Yeah. Um, so the idea that there's one thing, one spark that is who you are, that's what you meant to do. I was like, oh, I don't like that. That's that seems dumb. Um, but they knew exactly what the fuck they were doing because that's not the case. <laughs> they, yeah. Like, then at the end of it, they say, no, don't be daft. That's that's not what's happening. Um, and I th- I yeah. think that's that's one of my favorite parts about this because you're absolutely right. Like. Like I, I didn't find it as as difficult to like get through the first half of it. I didn't. I just I enjoyed it and stuck with it the whole like the first time I watched it about a year ago now. Um, and but you're absolutely right. The second half is way more like heavy hitting. You see the point of the movie a lot clearer. Um, and that was a twist that I really enjoyed because that's like it. It launches into this almost like twenty minute ending sequence that is just like. Yeah this basically just a deconstruction of the entire theme of the movie, which is really emotional and hard hitting. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was one of my favorite things about it. But, but you didn't like the, did you not like the mislead or did you just think it could have been done better or? No, I, I think the mislead is, is necessary. I think, cause I think it works better with the mislead. Um, maybe keep you there for too long kind of thing. Yeah. I just, <laughs> no, maybe not even that. I don't know what it was. It was just the, you know the shenanigans, the cat, and all this sort of stuff. It was all just a bit. <sighs> I see. I think Pixar kind of kneecap themselves sometimes because you're absolutely right. That is the weaker. That they're the weaker parts of the movie. Um, yeah. 
but they're they're there for kids, aren't they? Like they're well, there yeah, for and, then, and that's in the trailer, yeah. That's right, absolutely, yeah. And at the end of the day, this is a, a fucking kids movie, so uh, of course it's fucking ridiculous for me, a twenty-seven-year-old man, to be like, "Oh, you don't like it? This <laughs> wasn't for me." What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, it's, it's very fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> and me, a man in my early twenties as well. For <laughs> you, fuck off with that shit. <laughs> <laughs> You're not in your early twenties. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, it's, it's just something I personally personally struggled with, but I can see why it's um, liked and, and popular and that sort of thing. I um, one of my favorite things about this, um, like because we, we've done a bit of story and a bit of kind of theme and stuff like that. One thing that I love in this, and I think you'll probably have loved it too, the animation obviously Pixar nails it every time. You've got the Pixar characters, you know, like the like weird face shapes for like different kind of people like unusual unusually large noses and and yeah, um and guys. and if there's a mum you know they've got a dump truck ass um yeah, mum a dump truck <laughs> yeah of course um <clears throat> but this this kind of taps into where they go into a more like I, I mean not supernatural but like a more like clinical and um kind of different approach because a lot of the characters in this aren't human um, yes. And they're not like animal. They're not the stuff you typically see animated by Pixar movies. Um, so they start like presenting these kind of like <laughs> otherworldly entities. And I just think it's really a really fresh way of doing a like uh, a greater beyond or a higher power um, animation. Like it was it was imagery that we had we've kind of never seen before. Like, do you know what I mean? There, there's an easy way to do this. And it's man with a white long beard and. Yes. Yeah, it's it's very I don't even know how to describe it really. It's like clinical it's, and straight edges and it's, it's not really... even it's not even straight edges though cuz they're they're all like quite curly and like they're lines that don't quite meet and, and yeah. that sort of thing and it's I, I I really I'm struggling to find the words to describe it. Um which is I mean I guess that that works to the point because you can't the concept of the film is kind of a difficult one to grasp for human beings anyway. Like if if yeah. you were realistically thrown into <laughs> to see these people or these entities you'd be like I don't have the words for this and that I guess that's doing this job properly. Yeah, yeah. I I did like that fucking uh, Terry bloke. He was pretty funny. Oh, I think it's a woman actually. Um, the so she's. Have you seen? You have seen Hunt for the World of People, haven't you? Yes. She's the um. You know the police. Oh, the, the Sarah Connor. Yeah. Thing. Not not the. Um, not she's not a police officer. She she's the like the welfare officer. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so that's her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's probably why I liked her. Then. Yeah, I think I think it's just like it's a hack at this point, isn't it? Like if you just. Being from New Zealand equals better comedy in lines. It's just funny. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it, why it's just funnier. Yeah, it ju it just is though. It's something about the accent. It's just it. it's and it's such a like. Sometimes the delivery is just so dry, especially with a Terry character. is so good. Richard like, Ayoade was also there. He's he's getting some good voice acting roles lately. He's good. He's good. I like him. Um, he's very good. Uh, one thing I was, I was going to get your opinion of, um, cause we'll go into some stuff that we liked and there's some stuff that I think could have been better as well, but I'm quite interested. Do you know anything about the release of this? Uh, it came out on Disney plus because of pandemic, I think. So, well, yeah. So it was, it was scheduled for a, um, film release. Yeah. Um, and then it was kind of around the same time that Disney plus moved their model because of the pandemic to, um, you know, we're going to release these movies on Disney Plus where you got to pay your $30, whatever, um, to watch right. them, 
which obviously everyone fucking hated, but people had to do because of jobs and stuff like that. Um, so it, it made money. This, so they had it scheduled for a theatre release, yeah. and then they just went, now nah, we're just going to dump it on Disney+. Plus. And the lead animator of this movie was like, I think I think they ended up like leaving. I think a good few people left Ooh. over the, the fact that they were like, they've kneecapped this movie. Like we put, for lack of a better word, we put our heart and soul into this. Um, yeah. They just kneecapped it. They didn't deem it worthy of even like of waiting for theater, uh, waiting for a theater release, but then not even deeming it worthy of like an extra $30. Um, they, so they just completely crippled it. And a lot of the animators were really pissed off, especially uh, because the, the like the entirety of the cast um, are depicted as black characters as well. Yeah, um, it's set very much. You know, like you've got the the like the barbershop, the jazz soul music. Like it's it's very kind of dipped in culture, uh, yeah. and 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 they just they were just really pissed off that that Disney just went yeah just fucking throw it out there. Yeah, that is pretty pretty shitty. I guess I can. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what to say to that. To be honest, it's it's just, it's, it's yeah, just, it's, I just think it's, it's a bit scummy. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. No, especially when they put out was it like the fucking the Mulan got like some premium fucking release and people were you know that movie. <laughs> There's a whole kind of thing about that movie anyway. Um, no, I just I don't know. Just thought it was worth mentioning because it's a bit like yeah, it's not not nice, especially for a movie that clearly a lot of people worked very hard on. Um, yeah. It's very clear that you know a lot of love and a lot of like people's personal cultures and uh, an identity and story and everything like that went into the movie. That's very clear from the get go. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's definitely understandable why people would be upset that it's it seems like it's been you know tossed aside or whatever. Which I don't think is necessarily the case. I just think Disney are just sometimes they're just a bit they're a bit blind to that they're just like oh fucking get out just show it whatever well, they, they, i think because they, they i mean because disney are what like such a stupid percentage of entertainment in the yes. u.s at the minute i think they've just got so much on their hands that they're like the big hitters they're just like fucking i don't care release it like yeah. i hate to think that this movie the fate of this movie was probably decided very nonchalantly and was just like i'll oh, just throw it out yeah. like which which is a shame and they're focusing on the the big hitters like mulan uh <laughs> which yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know. I, just, I I really I find this movie really heartwarming. Like I think it's the ending of it definitely had me emotional. The um, the start of it, yeah, maybe a bit slow to get into, but ultimately I think. What do you find heartwarming about it? I'm interested to know. I first so the first time I watched this, I felt really good after I watched it because I think it instills like an appreciation for little moments in life, um, yeah. and especially when it came out. Like I think watching this at home in the midst of being locked inside your house. Um, wh like, wh I think that was good timing to have watched it in. And I think okay. it's a good, like, it, it, it wouldn't have worked as well or wouldn't have hit me as hard uh, if I if I didn't watch it in the environment I did. Just because the whole, the whole moral of the movie is just live life and enjoy it and stop being so focused on your purpose and your goals and your aims and where you're meant to be and start focusing on where you are and, and what you can enjoy from that. Um, yeah. Like, especially because they like, they do that with like the stupid little moments of like trying pizza for the first time and like just little silly things. Um, but yeah, no, I just, and I just felt like that, that was a, re a really refreshing take. Um, and, and obviously Pixar movies have, like you say, they've got the deal with the devil, the secret source that just 
they they know how to like they know the right places to put their music they know the right places to like leave on a pause or or leave a moment to let you process a line or something i don't know this this the whole ending of this to me i just was like this is really i like this i think it's i think it's a great little message and a great little piece of art I, I I don't know if heartwarming is the way I would describe it. Really, it's it, it definitely like I say, it struck an emotional chord with me, especially in the latter half, um, and it did have me, you know, getting quite emotional and even crying at certain scenes in the movie. Um, I, I I I don't think it hit me quite as hard as um, in not Inside Out. Is it Inside Out? Um, uh, yeah, Inside Out. Yeah, that that's my favorite Pixar movie because like when I saw that, I actually took my little sister to the cinema to see that, and she she was like seven or something at the time, and she was like, "Yeah, it was funny." And I was there like, "Oh my fucking god!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> like that movie broke me. Yeah, <laughs> I just oh that's that's like no no movie is no not no movie no Pixar movies affected me like that much. Um. That, to this day, that's my favorite. Um, yeah, th- this one didn't quite have the same effects. Like I said, it definitely struck an emotional chord. There were moments where I was like, oh, that's interesting. And then there were other moments like, oh, okay, didn't realize I had that emotional baggage. And then there was like other things going on and everything. Um, so, yeah, but I don't... Like, I didn't finish the film and I was like, oh, I feel good. I was like, ah, I feel strange. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's. I maybe need to process some things. I I don't know. I don't know. But I can see. I can see where you're coming from. Like, yeah, I I think second time watching this, I I, I was prepared for it, and and I don't know. I'm trying to think back to how I felt the first time I watched it a year ago, and it, and I think it was just like a. I felt inspired almost to like just appreciate little things. Um, but again, piano. I <laughs> sorry. Play the piano. Yeah, just play the piano. Just straight up jazz. Uh, no, but I I do think that's a product of you know, going bored out of my mind in lockdown. Um, and you know, I wasn't able to like go out and socialize much. Do you know what I mean? So I think, but maybe that had a part to play in it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Um, did you like the, the cutaway of the cat (laughs) dying, going on the escalator to, to the great beyond? No idea. <laughs> I, I I watched that moment. And I went. I went. Nathan's gonna love that. <laughs> that did make me laugh. It's just, it's just. I think it's the music. The dom. Every time it cuts to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do like the uh, the ominous music every time they open up the little portal to the great beyond. That that yeah. is where. Uh, that is terrifying. Yeah. So actually, some something about the mu- uh, music for this, and I, I wonder if you noticed it. Um, mm. So I read on the on the on like a piece of trivia oh. um, that the I didn't notice it on first thingy uh, on the first viewing of it, and I I went back after I'd read the trivia and listened to it again, um, and it is quite nice to to hear once, but it is a bit it's tricky to spot. Um, right. So I don't I take it with a pinch of salt. I don't know if it's like some some something that someone heard and then went oh there's a bit you know something in that. Um, okay. So basically, apparently there's a an element of this score that's like weaved in with um, some of the dialogue when, when they're in the kind of the, the spiritual places like the great beyond or the great underneath or whatever the fuck it is um, where like the score will marry up with the lines of dialogue. um, And so like there's a moment where um, Rich Diode's character says something and it's got quite like a, almost like a, an echo on it that's echoed with the notes in the uh, in the score which if if that's there i i, th- I think i heard it but i th- oh. i could have been listening for it and you know just 
going, yeah, I'll, oh yeah, I recognise that now. Um, oh. But if if that I, if that's yeah. there, then that's that's incredible attention to detail. <laughs> yeah, I I can't say I noticed that at all. I I mean the score was good. Um, yeah, you know, not crazy about jazz, but it was, it was some good saucy little riffs. Um, saucy little uh, riffs, indeed. Saucy little riffs that the cool cats are playing, or however jazz people speak. Uh, <laughs> I did like that. What? What? One thing I did notice, which was just a fun little scene. Uh, not even a scene, just a fun little Easter egg, I guess. Um, Twenty two is obviously a character who's you know she's had a lot of mentors, a lot of people in a in the great underworld or whatever the fuck it's called, who try to find her spark and find to try to help her become a person or whatever um and they all failed um and there's one moment where she's walking through her little like box or whatever it is and she's got like a wall of all the name badges of who um who mentored her i paused i paused at that and i just had a little look through and see who was there so uh, jack kirby is one of them who's a big head at marvel he did a lot of um work on like cosmic marvel stuff thor and all, all that kind of stuff Pablo Picasso, Johnny Cash, Vincent Van Gogh, um, George Orwell. I, I just like the idea of all these people from history just trying and failing to teach Twenty Two stuff. Because because I, I did like her. She was she was a fun little character. I I, I liked how mischievous she was. I was so tw- Twenty Two was uh, the main character uh, in mm. a in a first uh, kind of imagining of the film. Oh, she really? was yeah. So she was there. Uh, the film apparently we like took on a very different life in like what it came out to be um yeah but um yeah tina fey was pitched a um a version of this movie where she was the main character she had a lot uh a lot more dialogue um and more kind of introspective moments a lot of the moments and realizations were given that were given to joe uh, or jamie fox as a character were um were hers to begin with um but they needed a kind of audience surrogate to let to tell 22 about the little pleasures of earth like the little because obviously she's not she's going to get down there and go what the fuck's a pizza or she'll get a spark and then be a baby and you can't really have that as a main character um (laughs) so they they wrote in joe um and then and then it took on a different life of its own and they went fuck these two characters work really nicely uh like they're a great parallel to each other and stuff and i think that the film does parallels between them really interestingly there's a great thing i like in this where um Joe, uh, Joe's body has to relearn to do certain things, um, and it kind of echoes. Well, like obviously when it's when it's being controlled by Twenty Two, um, and it's a great little moment for, um, especially because at the end of the movie, the whole theme is appreciate the small moments in life, um, and like you know think about what you're doing and take time to appreciate little things, um, and I just I don't know I think that's <laughs> echoed nicely in the fact that small things like pressing a button on a lift took like. A minute of screen time and dialogue um i don't know just little cool things like that that i thought were nice yeah yeah i agree um i i think one one thing i liked and i think this was the scene that like got me to like sit up and go oh okay no there's actually some <laughs> stuff going on here there's um there's, <laughs> there's some... you know that i sleep real shit meme <laughs> just picturing that with you what what meme the the I sleep and then like the there's like a face of this guy's this guy's eyes are wide open and they're glowing red and it's like oh shit okay that's what I'm picturing you oh fair enough yeah I mean maybe it was um it, it's more like the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the thing um, oh oh I get the point <laughs> yeah. yeah um no it's it's the scene where he like where 
he, he like goes to con- not him like twenty two in his body and him as the cat. They like need to go to his mum to like get the suit tailored and that sort of stuff. And you know, for his mum has always been someone who doesn't necessarily agree with like the the career path he wants to take and how he wants to like focus on you know being a musician and gig work and all that sort of stuff. She just wants him to get a stable job. Um, and clearly, this is something he's really passionate about. But the scene where he like finally, again through twenty two, like finally stands up to her and finally just just tells her exactly how he's feeling. That's a really good scene, especially yeah. like the transition they did where it like where because it's he's telling twenty two what to say, but then they just did like the cut transition sort of thing. So oh, you're just it, watching it unfold. It goes round the head, and then he's like, yeah, just in his own body talking as per, yeah. Yeah, it it was really well done, and that just that whole scene. There's some, like I said, that's the moment where I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. There, there, there's some, there's some weight to this. There's some. There's that some that is where it, that here. is where it kicks off as well. Like that is the first kind of moment you go, oh, this is more than cat jokes and haha. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. No, that there's some great lines in that as well. Like there, I love the thing of where it's like, um, he says like his dad failed a few times, but you know he always learned to to pick him up, kind of thing. To, to pick himself up and she was like yeah but who the fuck do you think paid the bills 90 percent of the time like yeah. it was me you don't have that yeah there's some great there's some, there are some really great lines in this um again that is <laughs> pixar just <laughs> chose to go extra hard on that scene which is really nice are there any other standout like moments that you really liked um i i did i liked the moment where you know 22's got her spark and then they both like fall off the edge together and they go down to earth, but then they can only go so far, and and she has to let go and and go on her own journey and that sort of thing. That was just a yeah. nice moment. I like that there was no real dialogue to it. It was it was just letting the the characters just enjoy that moment together. We don't need a big goodbye. I'm scared. What if I can't do it? Yeah. Blah blah blah. Just what if they... I can't do it? You can do it. You're 22. <laughs> yeah. Believe in yourself. Yeah, that would have been yeah. too much. Exactly, yeah. It was just it was just a nice moment of them together, which I which I enjoyed. Yeah, I, I yeah. struggling to remember others though. So clearly, you didn't have that much of an impact. Bit film, yeah, yeah, terrible, really. <laughs> they were right to just throw it out on <laughs> Disney Plus. No one cares. Yeah, um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to wrap it up there. It's a short episode, but there is, I think, I don't know. I I like this film. There's there's a lot there's a lot to it, but like, yeah, the themes of it are pretty simple once they get there, and I just think it it does it quite efficiently yeah yeah overall i i like this film it's definitely not my favorite pixar film like i say there's there's other hard hitters um which have got you know um struck a chord with me more uh but it's by no means you know cars 2 or whatever <laughs> it's it's yeah a, it's a good movie so there are saying there are that though, i don't movies. Saying that, I don't believe pixar have ever made a bad movie <laughs> like, no but there's I, definitely pixar movies that they try more on yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I've, I've, Pixar really are just the fucking gold standard of animation, both in terms of quality of the animation and storytelling. Like you, you, any, you show me any fucking DreamWorks film, and like, oh uh, no, yeah, maybe not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. But the, the DreamWorks have some good stuff, but I. Pixar really is the fucking gold standard. Um, Pixar's the top tier. Like they're yeah. they're the undefeated. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And even their you know stuff that's not quite as good. It's still a really good movie. It's just not as good as some of the other Pixar stuff. Yeah, so, 
Yeah. No, fair enough. Um, I'll finish on just asking your opinion of when when you saw mm. Joe as a soul. Um, did you like how his his little soul had a hat? I did like his how his soul had a hat, and I especially <laughs> liked I especially liked how one moment. Um, I think it was like when he was going into the subway, and then like towards the end, after like uh, Jerry or Terry or whatever his name was, caught them. Um, and then he didn't have a hat on. Like as a human, he didn't have a hat on. And then he like morphed into his soul, and then he just grew a hat. I enjoyed yeah. that. I feel like I feel like they had to give him a hat so you knew who he was. As a yeah, soul. So, he, so he stands out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it was just very obvious at one moment when he just grew a hat. So <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yeah. No. I, yeah. Good. Good stuff. I think. Um, yeah. But yeah, his little soul hat. It did make me laugh. I know it's one of them things you don't notice it at first because it's like just one of the, you know, like Pixar have their character quirks so that you know yeah. who's who. Um, but yeah, and I like I Graham it, Norton, but he's not an actor, so stop. I, yeah, I, he was fine. Someone else could have been much better. Yeah, um, that's 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 the that's all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, um, lovely. I've enjoyed this. This has been a good time. Uh, and Nathan, if you love having good times, do you know what you can do? go to bed and when you're in bed you can listen to more episodes of these podcasts and if you happen to be in bed at friday at 10 a.m apart from this one um <laughs> then you'll see a new episode shush nathan you'll see a new <laughs> episode. quarter past seven on friday evening <laughs> and we're just recording this now um you can listen to new episodes uh and they tend to go live at friday at 10 a.m used to be a promise now more of a we try uh or i try i should say um, yeah, it's, a, it's a promise when Nathan's fucking... <laughs> when Nathan's on the mics, is he? Yeah. Um, yeah, you can also give us a little follow on our social medias at Another Happy Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and that's where we'll do a little post to let you know that we've got a uh, you know a little thing coming out. Um, so yeah, next week we're going to have lots of fun doing this movie. The bartender said I should get to know the handsome fella standing next to Silla Black. You should. And you are. The next, Black. Hey, look at me, I'm Matt Smith, I'm doing a little dance. Hey, look at me, I'm Anya Taylor-Joy. Now I'm this other girl who uh, whose name I don't know. Hey, it's a bloody movie. Maybe I'll have that as the clip. <laughs> people, can, people can just guess. <laughs> so yeah, we're doing that, it's going to be fun, we'll all have a bloody good time. Uh, and yes... Maybe. I haven't seen it yet, so I can't. I can't tell you if I will have a good time. I've seen it twice, and I'm gonna watch it a third time. Ooh, all right. Sounds like someone's got a bloody an eager beaver for this an, movie. An eager beaver for this movie, which came out like last week or whatever. Yes, yeah, not last week. Good movie. I like this movie. Uh, all right. Uh, stay frosty. I don't know what that was. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
and 365-day returns.